Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello. With me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how are you tonight? I am feeling festive, Jeff. How are you? I'm good. You know, part of what is so great to do this show with you is that, as we know from time and time again when we've recorded these things, when something is going on on property, on a ship, <laughs> across the globe, whatever it is, whatever Disney has going on, you are there for it. So you were on the, the, the inaugural sailing, and because of that, you were not at the first boobash, but you were there very, very shortly after. So tonight we're going to talk about the boobash. That is right. And and maybe, you know, late August is still weird for me to be celebrating Halloween. <laughs> I, only, only in Disney can they get away with that. And of course, Target with the candy's been out for probably five weeks now. Yes, yes. We go at Target, we go right from Halloween candy to Valentine's Day candy. We don't even celebrate Christmas. We just go right over it. So you've been to all these iterations of these add-on parties. So the Boobash is its own thing. Give us your overall impressions of what you experienced when you went to it. Listen, nobody throws a party like Disney. I don't care whether you want to call it Boobash, Very Merry Christmas, Not So Scary Halloween, After Hours events. It's a Disney party and there's always going to be excitement and magic to it. Okay, so in years past, there have been things that people have loved about the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party. This is not that. Right. So before we it is even... not now, I'll, I'll give you the one big disappointment up front. Okay. That party is known for your one opportunity all year to get a picture of Snow White with all seven dwarfs. Oh. And that is not an option at Boobash. Okay. So we'll go back and talk about the different, any differences or anything that makes this unique, but let's lead off with what we'd like to lead off with when we talk about hotels when we talk about any kind of experiences who is this experience for? I think it's for adults only trips. It's for people who have older children. It's for people who always have to be in the know and have that extra bit of magic. But I think there's also the opposite question, which is important this time, which is who is it not for? Right. It's not for people with young children in my mind. Um, the party typically is 9.30 to 12.30 at night. It's not worth paying all of this money to keep your kids up super late and have them crabby the next morning. Or I have to say the number of guests leaving that I saw leaving between 1045 and 1115 was just killing me for what they spent. Yeah. I know that I was there not in the park for the first boobash this year, but I was there that week. And prior to going there, as you are the travel specialist, I did speak to you and you said that exact phrase to me. Are your kids night owls? My kids are two and four. So having that conversation with you is exactly why having a travel specialist is important because you said this to me before you even went there because it's a reality. If you're taking your kids to something like this and they're really young, it could be a vacation killer. And let's be honest, if it was 10 bucks, I'd say to you, Jeff, sure. go and stay till the kids are tired. It was over $500 for your family. And unless your money tree is doing better than mine, it's not the best use of $500 when your kids are so young and not going to make it past an hour. Well, we've had a lot of rain, but it hasn't done much for my money tree, unfortunately, this week. <laughs> Give us the breakdown other than that particular experience 
the differences, the similarities between the boobash and Mickey's not so scary Halloween party? So the not so scary Halloween party by Disney's naming is a party. The boobash is an after hours event. And that brings on two big distinctions. One is timing and one is inclusions. So the not so scary typically was five hours with two hours early admission prior to the event starting, you could get into the park with the general public to do a couple of rides before it started. So really, you got seven hours out of that ticket. For the after hours event, it was a three hour event and you got in again, two hours early. So the after hours is more expensive and a shorter time. What we saw this year is normally the not so scary has very unique snacks that you can buy that are only sold during the party. Um, I loved the Haunted Mansion cake one year and a special cinnamon bun and hitchhiking ghost sippers. They didn't do that this year. They have Halloween treats all over property, but very limited in the Magic Kingdom because the boobash included free, a word you don't normally hear for Disney, and I guess we have to say, is it free if you paid to get in, but we'll go with it. Yes, go ahead. Choice of three different ice creams, uh, fruit, frozen fruit bar, a Mickey bar and a Mickey ice cream sandwich, free popcorn, free bottled water and soda. But to be honest with you, unless I brought in a stroller and kept going up because it was one drink per person per visit to the counter, um, unless I left there with, you know, 300 bottles of my Diet Coke in a stroller. Don't go for the food. It's going to be hard to make your money back. Yes, it's 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 a losing venture in, in, in that respect. It is. Um, One thing I missed, Boobash did not have fireworks. And in the past, they've had special fireworks just for the parties. That's interesting, especially because the fireworks have come back. They're they're transitioning to these new shows. That's a that's a, a big miss if you're familiar with the special fireworks for Not So Scary. Well, if you're familiar with what they do, typically when we do planning with guests who are not attending the party, we actually love to send them to Magic Kingdom that day because it's low attendance day there. But we make sure that they have a non-party night to be able to see the fireworks. Right. This year, the fireworks were just before the party started. So if you use that two hours early, you could get in to see the regular fireworks and every guest got to see Magic Kingdom fireworks that night. It'll be interesting to see when we get to the Christmas party, how they handle that. I don't know if they were just doing it because the fireworks are pretty recently back and this particular fireworks show is going away or if we're going to see that same theme again for Christmas. Anything else between the two shows, or do you want to move on to some of the highlights from this particular experience? Let's talk about some of the highlights. So free food. I mean, you would think people have never seen food before. (laughs) Um, And again, I give them credit. They did a really good job with it. When there had to be way more than what the map showed, at least a dozen stops to pick up food. It was the regular, what I call Main Street popcorn that they served, but they anticipated that the minute that seven o'clock came, I'm sorry, the minute 930 came and it became free, that there was going to be a huge line. 
So instead of using their regular popcorn buckets, they had sealed popcorn boxes that they had pre-filled at each station. So the first hundred people, they could just hand out popcorn without scooping it so that the line to get snacks was a two minute thing instead of what could have been a 15 minute thing if they didn't plan ahead. Okay. What other food you had mentioned that there was, you know, a, a tremendous amount of stuff and not so scary. So as somebody who hasn't been to the Boobash, talk to me about where it's laid out, right? Because so much of your experience can depend upon where you have to get to take part in certain things. So when you're walking into the Magic Kingdom and you're on Main Street USA, where are these things located for you to get to them? Well, the good news is when you walk in, they give you a special map and I highly encourage you to read it because the snack carts were all over. I have to be honest, you couldn't walk more than two minutes without running into another one. Okay. I never had to look at my map to find a snack cart. Okay. Contrary to that, the cavalcades that they did did not all run the same route. So if you didn't pay attention to the map, you might miss a cavalcade and be standing on the street waiting for something that was never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> which would be very, very unfortunate. I know that the imagery that you think of when you think of not so scary is you do think of this headless horseman. Talk to us, I guess, about those types of things. Were those things there on the cavalcades? How did that work? So I'll be honest. I was disappointed in that part of it for two reasons. There was no headless horseman. Mm. Um, I love the gravedigger scene that they always have in that cavalcade with them all with their shovels on the street at the same time. It's just always a phenomenal show. Yeah. And they did cavalcades and they had one of those people because again, they were spacing them out. Sure. I I'm a little lost on the cavalcades. And if you've listened to our previous shows, you've heard me say nothing but great things about the cavalcades. I think they missed the mark here and I don't understand how they did it and why they did it. One of the things about the cavalcades was it's not supposed to draw crowds. It's this extra bit of magic that continually appears. Right. It's impromptu. Impromptu. But with the boobash, it was timed and printed in the map. There were four different cavalcades and they were 10 minutes apart. People stood there for 40 minutes. If you had made it a parade, people would have gathered for less time than to see four separate cavalcades. The cavalcades that they've run during the day, I think are super impressive. Um, to me, I love seeing Merida riding horseback, leading the princess float, really big kind of things. One of the cavalcades was a single float with nobody in front of it and nobody behind it. That's not a cavalcade. That's you pushing out a piece of equipment. <laughs> Who was on it? Sorry, Any, anybody memorable? Honest. Anybody memorable on it? <laughs> um, Oogie Boogie okay. and Jack Skelly. All right. Well, you know, you're sticking with the, the Nightmare Before Christmas type of well, thing. Well, each one had a theme, and we do have them over on our YouTube channel. I made it into one video because I couldn't do a 10-second video, which was what that float was. Right. Um, they each had a theme, and they were cute. But they should have made them a parade if they were running them scheduled and that close together. What other things were there there, aside from the food, that, that you really considered a highlight? One of the things that I like the most about the Magic Kingdom, and I think it's why it's my favorite park to go to, is depending upon the season, the, decor, the, the decor changes and it's so, it, it just feels like home. So talk to us, I guess, about any kind of highlights, things that you saw that they added specific, maybe visually, for the Boobash. We saw 
saw the majority of the Halloween decorations out. We definitely didn't see them all. Usually when you get off the boat, bus, monorail, however you got there, you're greeted by a huge inflatable pumpkin outside. We didn't have that. But as soon as you walked up Main Street, you had the bunting and the wreaths, wreaths with the pumpkins in them. Um, the other thing that they've normally had for the parties is when you arrived in that two hours early, they sent you off immediately to your right, an area that's normally closed to the public, that kind of runs behind the street. They've always done some really neat Halloween-themed pictures there. They've given you your first treat of the night. That didn't exist this year. And I will say, not that it's what we're talking about at the moment, but pay attention to your ticket time. I was there on a park hopper, so I could get in whatever time I wanted. I was using my hopper. There were people lined up at the Boobash entrance 45 minutes before the early entry time, and they are not letting you in earlier than the early. Do yourself <laughs> a favor and don't stand there that long. You know, it's one thing to be punctual. It's another, it's another thing to try to game the system. And, and that's kind of where you're going, right? Is maybe they were afraid the lines would be just incredibly long and, and it wasn't an attempt to, to get over on anybody, but you've got that window to take advantage it of was, it. It was a huge crowd. I will tell you there had to be three, 400 people waiting that early. Wow. Okay. And I know sometimes it's hard to gauge when do I get on the bus, but again, they're giving you that two hour early window. If you miss gauge and you get there five minutes after they open the early time, you're not missing anything. It's way better than standing there for extra long. All right, give me give me any other highlights that you think are, are worth talking about before I ask you a, a very, very important question. Trick or treating is always a highlight. It's not one that I've quite ever understood um, for multiple reasons. Trick or treating, and yes, Disney, again, you forgot to consult me. <laughs> Trick-or-treating is all done through sponsorships, usually companies like M&M's. Why are we handing out chocolate in 100-degree weather? <laughs> it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, but you could go trick-or-treating, lots of trick-or-treat stops. And I will give a great shout-out to them. One of the things that they are super conscious of that they are always known for is in addition to that candy and typical trick-or-treating, they do follow the traditional teal pumpkin and they have a teal trick-or-treating bag. If you're not familiar with that, that is an allergen option. So you can trick-or-treat in all the regular locations instead of getting chocolate and other candy, you get little tokens. You take your token to the teal pumpkin redemption area and you can get the dye-free gummy bears and the gluten-free cookies. And if you don't want your child to have any of those items, they do also have arts and crafts for you. So real good job on that. Again, we've talked about that in the past with these things they've got going on. So I'm glad to hear that even going through COVID and things like that, that stuff has, has remained because I think it's an important part of the experience for kids. Here's the question. You personally, would you do this again? So I personally would, or how would I tell you guys what I thought of it? <laughs> um, if I wasn't who I am, I wouldn't do it again. Why? It went by so quickly. I, I mean, I, I did watch all the cavalcades. I did watch the Caverdans, the Dapper Dans turned mm -hmm. into their Halloween. Um, and I grabbed a snack 
I never got on a single ride. And those three hours, the party were over in a flash. And again, one of the things that I love about the parties typically is it's always a time for unique character experiences. And they miss the mark on that. They could have brought out those characters that they always bring out. They had lots of characters up on top of the country bears, up on top of Pinocchio's, up on top of the castle. They've gotten down how to get the characters out with that social distancing. Right. We saw the same characters in the Halloween costumes. Where were the special characters that everybody pays for? Well, listen, you know, I think it's it's worth noting that the cost of these parties are not going down, right? So to your point that you can get in the, the two hours early, it becomes a five-hour event. It approaches the the price of, of a day at the park or even exceeds it in some points. So you, you really need to understand what you're getting into. I think your advice is sound. I appreciate your advice because it prevented me from spending that $500 as a family, as you said, for an experience that my my kids, quite frankly, are too young for. So, any And I will say, if you don't go for the characters and you're a huge thrill ride person and you want to just keep rotating between Seven Dwarfs and Space Mountain, maybe this is the party for you. Three hours of unlimited long line attractions. But otherwise, I struggled. Okay, so last question from me. The folks that you are planning vacations for right now, are you seeing enthusiasm from their end to go to this party or is it something that you think has kind of not hit the mark in the same way that Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party has? So this year is unique. Um, No shock here. We're coming out of COVID. And while I have been traveling for almost 15 months now, Many of the families that I have been working with have not. They were canceled March, April, May, even August, September, October last year. And so what we found is people did not vacation. They did not go to the movies. They did not go bowling. All of that entertainment part of your budget, people have really built up and they have more entertainment dollars to spend than they ever have. Mm -hmm. So frankly, People are throwing money at anything I want to show them right now. Got it. But, you know, and again, look at our weekly YouTube things. It's sold out. We've expected the first night and the last night. They always sell out quickly. But because of the reduced capacity, it is a big sellout because people are looking for that extra wow. And if you've got $500 for your family for an extra wow, I can help you spend it much better at this point. (laughs) We like to tell you the truth. We like to tell you what's going on. And in order to do that, somebody needs to be there to experience it. And Sandy, you are our person that is there to experience it. So thank you for taking the time to be down there and experience this boobash for us. So you could tell us all about it. I appreciate the time tonight. My pleasure. And that's a wrap this week on Let's Talk Diz. If anyone you know could benefit from this or any show, please share, have them like, and subscribe. And don't forget to reach out to the folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. Make it a great week. And as always, keep making memories.